spring off! Hey, Bren, have you seen Steel Magnolias? Oh my god, yes, I love that movie. Jonesy, you've seen it, right? Uh-uh. Hey, Tony. Yeah. You've seen Dracula, right? Oh, I love that movie. It's so good. Lena, you've seen it. What do you think? Film Spring Hey, Bren, have you seen <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's? Josie, you have to have seen it. Oh my god! No! No, I haven't. Of course not. You've Nightmare on Elm Street. It's the best. That movie scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Did it the out of you? I have not seen that one, and I will be praying for all of your souls. It's your film spring, Alina. I haven't seen it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Film Springer. <laughs> the podcast about all of your favorite films and your sheltered friend that's never seen them. I am Tony, and I'm here with... Bryn. I'm Bryn. Yeah, Bryn. But Bryn, you want to be called what now? Oh, I would like to be called LA Times Published Author. Yeah, you got an article, an essay published <laughs> yeah. in the LA Times. Yeah, Good for you. <laughs> I would like to be introduced that at parties, Zoom Everywhere. meetings. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> when you walk into a bar, it just yep, exactly. <laughs> I look to be announced like an old school empress. Yeah. And now we're here with our sheltered friend. I'm Jonesy. <laughs> yes, Jonesy. And you guys, this week we're talking all about one of my favorite films, um, the 1994 Australian road comedy, one of the best queer films ever made. The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Oh, Yay. yeah! This is actually producer Rob's one of his favorite movies, and he he doesn't know anything about movies. Never at seen all. anything. He's worse than actually Jonesy, so it's <laughs> hilarious that he's producing this show. Uh, but this is the one movie like we were watching it the other one this week, and he's saying all the lines. I'm like. Where the hell did this come yeah. from? You never know any other lines. He's turning into a real Tony or Bryn. You I know? know. I was so proud <laughs> of him. I love it. <laughs> so, Bryn, oh, before we get to the plot and everything, should we watch the yes, trailer, we'll get everybody the trailer. in the mood for some Priscilla? Let's yes, do that. Please. They're ready for stardom, they're ready for fame. They're ready for their close-up. Come on, girls. Let's go shopping. This is the story of three hard-working guys. What kind of cabaret do you do? We dress up in women's clothes and parade around mouthing the words to other people's songs. Who are about to discover... Ta-da! Been asked to do a show out of town? How long is the run? Four weeks. That hitting the road is hard. I hereby christen this budget Barbie camper Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Especially in heels. Sorry. <laughs> Along the way, they'll discover surprises. It's Gabardine. I haven't seen Gabardine for years. Uncovers secrets. Is it true that her real name's Ralph? I'm gonna smack his face so hard. And learn that with friends like these... How long have we been on the road? Four and a half hours. Life's never a drag. What's happening? Um, I don't know. Oh, my God. Where are we? You got us into this, and I suggest you start thinking about how to get us back. I mean, who runs this bloody hotel in the middle of nowhere anyway? My wife. I'm married. This is getting too weird. Come on, girls. Rehearsal time. 
haven't got any kids stashed away out there as well, have you? Mr. Belrose? Yes? It's a boy. You actually make money by dressing up like a woman? Oh, sure. I can make a fine living in a pair of heels. for a comedy that just may change the way you think. Tony, Adam, this is Mr. and Mrs. Spencer. Hello. Oh, wait! The way you feel. Who taught you to waltz? My wife. And most of all... Aren't we fabulous? The way you dress. How many times do I have to tell you green is not your color? <laughs> the Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Um, do you have the Texas Chainsaw Mascara? <clears throat> Now there's a gentleman. <laughs> I love it. I Amazing. love the movie music for this. I movie the music so is so much. good. Yes, it's, it's phenomenal. It's yeah, it's so our good. second movie in a row with, with a great the soundtrack. Killer soundtrack. Yeah. I know. So Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, and it was a Ooh. 1994 Australian road comedy directed by St uh, Stephen Elliott, starring mm -hmm. Hugh Weaving, Guy Pierce, a very young Guy Pierce, Stamp. and Terrence Stamp, which I totally forgot. For a bit, he was in it. And he usually so plays graceful. bad guys. Yeah. Yes, he's always a bad guy. A bad guy. Yeah. I so, loved it. so bring, give us a rundown of the plot very briefly. So, <clears throat> it is about um, three people. And so, <laughs> I'm going to be so bad at this. You want me to do it? I'll do it. <laughs> you do it, Tony. Okay. So, it's about three drag queens, but it's mainly about Mitzi, or Trick is the guy's name, or yeah. Tick. And he um, is working in Sydney. Then he gets a job offer to go to another city in Australia in the Outback. So, he gets his friend Bernadette and Adam to join them and they get a giant bus and they pack in all their drag and go through the outback of Australia and a bunch of shit happens. That's it's a journey it. of self-discovery. Self-discovery and with friendship. With an awesome soundtrack and amazing costumes. It won an Oscar for the costumes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the one of the most iconic looks or costumes in the film is that um, what's it called? The dong dress with the yes. the sandal. Yeah, with it, the yeah. Yeah, I want that dress. I, right? They yeah. said I was reading something on it where they said it was only cost seven dollars to make. I bet. <laughs> and yet That's they amazing. won an Oscar for it. So. I was yeah. thinking but then, Halloween costume right, right there. I can make that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Part of it is that we find out that Mitzi, so we think that they are all going because Mitzi has gotten a job, a job. but really we find out that Mitzi is married to a woman. And has a child who's has a child eight years old. Yes. So <laughs> it's very... Um, they're discovering things about their friendship. Yeah. Um, Bernadette's husband has just died. Yeah, trumpet. And trumpet. And, um, and so she's he, kind of like moved, like don't want to be at home because she's yes, grieving. Like she's and just so grieving. And so Mitzi's like, come with us. And Felicia, Felicia. is like a you know, devil may care sort of snotty. Yeah, thumbing your nose at society, young, young in, young gay, and it's an un, yeah. yeah, and a, an unlikely trio, 
making their way with an awesome soundtrack, a lot of really good looking martinis <laughs> in a bus, you know, throughout the Australian outback. Yeah. And there's some ping pongs. Loving it. You know, my favorite part. Oh my gosh. I know. The ping pong scene always gets me. Yeah, um, I forgot about that. I know. So Brim, when was the first time you saw this movie? I'm really curious. <laughs> and so, you got to give us your horny, horny meter on it. Oh, the horny meter is out of control in this movie. <laughs> I was like, I remember it being fun and horny. And there isn't any actual boning, but it has like a horny energy that I was like, yeah, this was like the the horniness that I like because they're talking about sex, you know, and, and all that. And Guy Pierce's half naked pretty much the whole movie. The whole movie, yeah. which I'm very into. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, I saw this movie for the first time in middle school. Okay, wow. Um, okay, which is you're like young, not you're too, a child. I I was a young child, but you know what? Um, for like whatever, it's such a wholesome movie, and I think people like obviously, um, people that are like hateful are like you know wouldn't. Oh God, this is probably gonna come back to to bite me when Lena talks about her family um, <laughs> would be like, oh, this is not a wholesome movie, but it's like one of the most wholesome movies you will ever see. It is about friendship and acceptance. Yeah. And like, it's just so. And about father and son. Father and son. I'm just like <sighs> being yourself and like accepting yourself and having that friendship. Um yeah, so I just remember seeing it and thinking, like, how lovely is this? And I remember thinking, like, it would be so nice to have friends like that. Obviously, the costumes and, like, the makeup and stuff and the music to me was, like, insane. And I was a little theater kid. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is amazing. And this I want to be <laughs> stuck in the desert <laughs> with Glacier and Bernadette. And, and Bernadette. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, I just, I, and rewatching it, it's still, I was, I watched this with a gentleman friend of mine mm -hmm. and he was like, you, why do you keep smiling like that? And I was like, it's just as good. I haven't seen it in a while and it's so sweet and wholesome <laughs> and all this stuff. But you know what my favorite part was? What? What? Obviously when Guy Pierce says the cocaine. Cocaine? Cocaine. <laughs> I was waiting for that accent to what come out thinking? this episode. I screamed it. You did? Yeah. What did your gen gentleman friend think of the film? He he was not surprised because he listens to the podcast. Oh, okay. And so he was like, I I know about your cacaing. Your cacaing. <laughs> so this is not. Because I was like, there's one thing I can say. And he's like, I know. I listen to your podcast. And I was <laughs> like, I should. And now I, I don't have any stories left. I tell them all in the pod. I know. So what, what did he think? He, did he like it? He loved it. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. He okay. thought it was really fun and funny and sweet. Um. Which was nice. It's a yeah. good date movie. Yeah, it's fun. It's lighthearted. It's funny. It's that scene. Funny. <laughs> that scene when they are Mitzi and Bernadette are having that heart to heart in the restaurant. And just and then they, you know, and then my I didn't get the chance to tell them I had a good childhood. And uh -huh. then Mitzi's like, I have to tell you something. And then they just see Felicia, <laughs> Ron Mass, and they're like, oh shit. shit. And they're having this part to heart. And then you just see Guy Pierce running <laughs> in a dress and a wig from a this bunch of bands. Amazing. I like what when um I one of my favorite scenes is when they go into the bar in the first like city they come into and everybody stops because they're in full galia they're in full drag yeah. 
and the one woman in the bar, or she, t- or Bernadette tells the one woman in the bar, uh, <laughs> or what does she say? She says, "Why don't you put a tampon in your box? Because that's the biggest bang Light it on fire, fire and blow your box, box off. Because it's the only bang you're, you're gonna, gonna get. get." There it is. Ah, <laughs> uh, that still makes me laugh. And then when, yeah, and then when Bernadette like beats that guy up, she's like, "There, now you're fucked." Yeah. And then just like <laughs> gently sweeps her hair back. I am like, oh my God, amazing. Yeah, Terrence, um, Terrence, the guy that plays Bernadette, he had like a little bit, like he was nervous. Terrence Stamp was nervous to take the part because he's never played oh, really? anything. Yeah. Yeah. When he was getting cast. Um, and then they were gonna oh, actually, the original person they had asked to play Mitzi or it was Tim Curry, and he turned it down. Yeah. Yeah, huh. I was like, oh, that would have been kind of interesting, though. I, I loved Hugo Weaving, though. He, like, had a vulnerability to it. and Yeah, the, the one sweet. thing that was interesting, when the, at the time this film came out, it was very, um, like, a career curse for a straight guy to play a gay yeah. character in film. That's what they said. That's what, like, the mentality was. And I was reading an article when I was researching this that, all three actors went on to play very masculine roles and have very well, masculine afterwards. Yeah. Where in Hollywood, I guess, at the time in 93, 94, when this came out, it was like a, a no-no. Like, people were like, nope, career yeah. suicide. I and mean, now it's like, like a, no big deal. Yeah. Well, there is a bigger conversation about, like, casting LGBTQIA people to play those roles. Yeah. That it's like, if you're going to create that space in Hollywood, that there isn't a space for them. And then you're going to cast straight actors to play them. It's kind of like, oh, okay. That's fucked up. Yeah. Um, Still love this movie. When was the first time you saw it, Tony? I actually saw this in the movie theater. Junior Mm. year in high school. You saw it in the theater? (laughs) I snuck to the theater. I did not tell my mother what I was going to go see. Because I would have been in so much trouble. I went with two friends from high school. And... We went to here land landmark theaters in Hillcrest because that's where oh, it was yeah. showing. Yeah. And I time. remember I was so nervous to go because I was like, I know my mama's gonna show up. She's gonna watch <laughs> me by walking in because we weren't allowed to go to like um what's it called? Landmark theaters because they played the risky films. The film what? the art house films. Yeah, we weren't allowed to watch those. So I knew just going to I'm like, somebody's gonna see me from the church or from the kingdom hall and I'm gonna get reported, and that's it. My mom's gonna find out. But no, that didn't happen. I ended up. We went and saw the movie, and I loved it. I had like never seen anything like that. Yeah, before, and I was yeah. yeah, I had to be seven, sixteen or seventeen. So it stuck with me. Like I just quoted the movie after that. All that shit. Were you out at the time? No, I wasn't. What was that like for you? Were you like? Yeah. Well, the friends I was with knew. But they mm-hmm. were like the only people that did. So yeah. I was comfortable. That's why we went. And it was kind of mm-hmm. like a, a top secret little mission. We're going to go into Hillcrest, the gay yeah. neighborhood. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's what it was. And like we sat, like we had hoodies on and everything, trying to be real <laughs> sly going in. But that all like went away, like within the first 10 minutes of the movie. We had so much fun watching it. So since like, so since then, I've watched the movie many, many times and owned the movie. Um, and watching it again, I just forgot. And I remember turning to Rob and go, I forgot what a good movie this is and how it makes you feel. And I forgot about, like, it's really about friendship and the whole relationship between um, 
Tick and his son and like him, his son accepting him and like making no big deal about it. And then with Bernadette, because she's older and just like, you know, finds love at the, I don't know. It's just such a good movie. Yeah. I loved it. (laughs) I, um, the other thing with this film that I, that I really like is that they actually went to all these towns in the outback and didn't they didn't say yeah. what the film was going to be when they got there so a lot of the town like people were in the actual film and that's their genuine reaction like, what is to watching these drag queens yeah for sure <laughs> so funny <laughs> oh man wait are we halfway through did no okay i thought he held that up sorry <laughs> Producer Rob <laughs> holds up a 15 minutes. I okay, that's what I, yeah, I was talking about. That. I know. You're I not edit this out of the pod. Magic. I know. <laughs> well, the out. thing was, is I was talking and I saw something go up over over here and I was like, what is that? But I can't look. You're doing so. it. It says, you're doing a great job, Tony. I love yeah. you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I goodness. mean, there are just so many like awesome, impactful parts of this movie. Like, just at the end, you know, when like, Hugo Weaving Mitzi is so like he faints because his son sees him in drag and he's so worried and nervous. And then it's just like, you know, you realize that your kids are what you teach them. And then we realize that um, his uh, Mitzi's wife has had a girlfriend and that she's just living her life, just like happy and just like telling her son everything. She's like, I don't care. And so he's become an accepting person as well. So then Hugo Weaving is like, worrying about this and then you're like no if like you give your kids the chance and you teach them like they will be accepting and beautiful and nice and then that end scene where it's felicia and mitzi and the sun and they're all just singing and and i'm like oh my god (laughs) it's like it's such a wholesome movie except for the ping pong and seeing ABBA, which the kid requested. Right? At the end, yes. and they're in the club. Oh, I love it. I like the relationship between Tick and the, or Adam and the son. They're like brothers. Yes. It's like a big brother, little brother yes. thing. And it all happens in when he's like, you want to play with my Legos? And it's like, yes. you see Adam go, oh, my God, somebody I could relate to. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's so intellectually cute. on the same well, level. Right. He also got acceptance from the kid because yeah. he was like asking him, you know, do you know what your dad does? And he's like, yeah, you know, so what? Yeah. And, you know, that's when he reveals like, my mom had a girlfriend for a while, you know, will my dad have a boyfriend? And like, you could see Adam also just like be like, that's right. This is yeah. normal and boring oh. and can be just la di da and a safe place for kids too. Like, you know, yeah. I thought it was a beautiful moment. And I mean, they definitely didn't shy away. There's the scene where Felicia goes out to have fun after she has the cocaine. <laughs> and then, you know, after she was told to stay put and behave. And <laughs> I was like, didn't. why did they leave her alone? Yeah, they shouldn't have trusted her. I know. <laughs> I've left her alone. When she pulled out that cocaine, though, I was like, yeah. All the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she gets chased by those dudes yeah and then yeah because it it just like you it showed realized that like oh sorry no i was just gonna say it showed it it besides being funny and like lighthearted, it does show like how it really is you know what i mean like they didn't shy away from that kind of subject matter of like that scene and then the what they paint on the bus aids fuckers go home it was like it brought everything back to reality 
in the film because up until then it's very lighthearted and you see that part and you're like, oh fuck. Like and just a reminder that not everywhere is safe for these people and how messed up is that, you know, that yeah. they can't just road trip, that their road trip has to be, you know, watch where you're going and look exactly. over your back and make sure you're surrounded by like-minded people because otherwise your life is in danger, girl. <laughs> <laughs> right. Literally. <laughs> you in danger, girl. That's from a different movie. But. <laughs> that you've actually watched. Yes, I have. I know. Jeez. <laughs> Um, yeah, when I got to watch that one at my grandma's house. Oh, Don't did. tell my mom. No. That's, a sexy, that's a sexy movie. It is. What were you going to say, Rin? When Bernadette gives the speech about, like, I learned how to, like, I'm tough. I learned how to fight because I had to learn how to fight. Yeah. Like, Don't. She's like, let it. Don't let it break you. Let it toughen you up. And then she's, and then she talks about suburbia, about how it, is it to keep them out or keep yeah. us in? And you realize that it is like. Uh, right underneath the surface it's whimsical and fun and the costumes are amazing but it's that edge right underneath yeah which so. is, i i think that's one of the big appeals of the film is that it does that it keeps it very lighthearted and fun and you really enjoy it but they, it also makes you really invest in the characters exactly. so then by How the is this? huh no go ahead so then by the end of the film, it's like you when everything happens and, and it ends very nicely you just like are like yeah. oh thank god you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what, Jonesy? How was this movie received at the time? Like, it's it did awesome really it well. Got, it yeah. did oh, really, really well. It. This movie, Muriel's Wed Wedding, uh, Sweetie, and there's a couple other Australian movies that came out around this time, and it really put Australia cinema on the map, like as one of the big contenders because like Muriel's wedding, I think, came out after this in ninety. I think so. Yeah, six, Lena, have you like seen Muriel's wedding? Um, I have seen parts, but I don't think I've seen the whole thing. It's so good. We got to put it. We You got to watch the whole thing. Oh, and the dad that's in uh, Muriel's wedding is also is Bob Wallace. Bob Wallace. He, oh, yeah. yeah. He's in yeah. this film, which I was like, well, oh, I that's right. It. Yeah. I was more asking how this movie was received as far as the LGBT very well. Like it's in the early nineties. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, that's before Will and Grace were on mm -hmm. the TVs and part of normal everyday life. Um, I it just did very I'm surprised well. that it was received well in the nineties. Yeah, it did really well in the box office. Um, and within the, just the gay community, the gay culture, queer culture, people loved it. And it's just like it really also changed when I was reading um, up on it. It also changed the trajectory of drag in Australia, too, when this came out. Because this was before um, RuPaul's Drag Race and yeah. all, of, yeah. all of that. So here in the U.S., the year after, in 95, Tuong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Judy Newmar, the, their yes, version yeah. of Priscilla's Queen of the Desert mm -hmm. came out here, which wasn't didn't do well as well and didn't, like... Um, is it literally their work. version of Priscilla, Queen of the No, Desert? but it's the no. same kind of idea. Okay. Three tri drag queens get in a bus car it's and they go across the US. It's essentially the same. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's it's like a ripoff. Hey, this is our American version. Yeah. Right. Like, like, you know, there's the office this. and then the British office. Yeah. I like Tuong Fu, but US Shameless. But people, like but people really like Priscilla more. It seems like when I was well, reading the about drag in Priscilla is actual drag, like the costumes and the makeup, and when they do yeah, the performances, the camp, yeah. and like Chu Wang Fu is like. 
I loved the Sydney Opera House that they made. Oh yeah, right. Of the number, <laughs> like when they go into the motion, I was like, yeah. oh, I recognize that. <laughs> uh, the costumes for this, every outfit is just like whenever they get in drag is just so over the top. There is only one. I remember we were watching it. I was like, I this is the one costume and wig combo I hate. I hate it. What? It's when they're Which in one? the first, this small town before Cynthia comes on stage and they do get your groove thing. The ping pong scene. I oh, hate those. Their, yes. I don't know why. Take the pigtails off. I hate that outfit in that wig. I hate I it. Loved it. <laughs> I, you know, it's so funny to me is that I legit was like, we should dress up like that for the podcast. Okay. Not those ones. Jesus those, those exact ones. I was like, yes. Oh God, I hate I those ones. Even I remember watching this in the theater when I was like 17, 16. And I remember hating that costume even that I was like, no, no, it's no. I hate the what? knee. No, it just bothers me for some reason. I That's just hilarious. love when they rip their pigtails off. <laughs> yeah, What's your favorite outfit or costume in the film, Brand? Since this film won the Oscar for best best. Um, I love the life. lizard. Like the, yes. the oh yeah, when they pop yeah. it open and their faces. Oh. I mean, yes. Hugh Weevly. I mean, his face is like so amazing. I know. He did great in that yeah. number, but I was underwhelmed with his performance in the finale number. I was like, I need your like. Yeah, they weren't dancers. <laughs> no, yeah, and you can tell their wigs are so heavy. Like oh, in the yeah. desert scene when they're doing "I Will Survive," mm -hmm. they're like barely moving because they're like these wigs are going to fall off of our head <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, so what was your favorite costume the lizard I, one the lizard one and then i love um the silver with um guy pierce on top oh yes i love oh, that scene when he's in the amazing. high hill the silver high hill and going through the yes. desert it's a, it's iconic i mean it's on one of the movie yeah, posters it's, it's yeah, that exactly. one what about you jonesy your favorite part or the favorite costume in the film the Sydney Opera House. Yeah. At first, like I could see what they were doing with each little thing. And then at the end, I was like, well, what are these things supposed to be? And then when they go into the final pose, I was like, ah! I <laughs> you it. got all excited. I did. Like I kind of understood the theme, but I didn't yeah. for that one until the very end. So it was oh, a nice funny. reveal. I <laughs> also thought it was really cool because this one, this one did win the Oscar for costumes that, you know, the dry queen and the barber chair at the end. That's the yeah. costume designer and drag Tim Chapel or the assistant. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I was I like, oh, it had to be someone that right? meant something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when I was researching, I remember when this won the Oscar because one of the costume designers, she wore that um, gold dress. It was a gold dress, but made out of American gold American Express yes, cards. The gold, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Do you yes, remember that yes. at the Oscars? I remember, remember that. that. Yeah. This. She was one of the designers for this film and won the Oscar. She was yeah, up there. That's amazing. Oh, Is that crazy? I had no idea. I remember that from that time frame. Yeah, oh, me too. Was like I, was like, I had no idea about this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that and the Bjork swan dress. Oh, well, everybody. I remember that one too. Yes. <laughs> that and share with share. Yeah. yeah. I was yes. a little kid. I had to be a little kid when she, I think, she, yeah, I was a teenager. Yeah. No, not teenager. I had to be younger than that when she won. I think it was, in the, it was in the 80s. Yeah, I was a kid, kid. Yeah. But yeah, should we do, is it time for, hold on, let me pull it up. 
Now that we're Let's start. <gasps> Dolly Parton. Rachel Maddow. You're going to be having a job soon. Well, I spend I know. an hour with her every single day. I once played a drinking game with Celine Dion, Liza Minnelli. Cher, Laura Dern. I don't know her. Who would you say is the most famous person in your phone? About my good friend Ben Affleck and his crippling addiction to back tattoos. I have the best Lady Gaga story of all time. I hate him, loathe her, over them, cancel it, tell me everything. <laughs> Yes, it's our name drop um, segment. It's like our six degrees of separation, but we call it name drop. So who are we going to pick from this film, The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, and our next film? Bring. This is going to be so hard. It's be hard. <laughs> no, we're not. I'm not gonna even going to try. Let's <laughs> just let you do um, it. Because who is it? So we could do like Hugo Weaving. Guy Pierce is probably going to be the easiest. Don't but we you think? did Guy Pierce last time. Oh, that's right. So we have to do Hugh Weaveling. And then who even knows the only person that I can think of? Oh, God. I know. What did we in, do to In the next movie is Jeffrey Jones. I don't he's even remember. He's the ginger guy. He's the guy from Stay Tuned. He plays the devil in Stay Tuned. <gasps> yes. I remember he's him. The yeah. the principal from Ferris, Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Yes. Okay, we can do this. We can do this. Uh, okay, so you go weaving to Jeffrey Jones. All right. I don't know about this. I'm a little scared. Okay. <laughs> oh, right. gosh. Okay, so we'll revisit this at the end of the episode and see if any of us got it. Um, if anybody is watching, put it in the co- in the comments below. Please. If you can't get it, because this one's going to be hard. So now yeah. I wanted to get to Jonesy's opinion of this film and what she thought of it, because she's never seen this before. This was her first experience with Priscilla. Um, first off, did you know, Jonesy, that they turned it into a Broadway show, a musical? For real? Yeah, for real. Yeah. I feel like you're messing with me. I swear to God. I swear. <laughs> I, I swear. feel like after last week you're messing with me. <laughs> no. I swear to God. They dropped the adventures of and just it's just called Priscilla Queen Priscilla of the Queen Desert, of the, the desert. musical. Yeah. I would see that. Absolutely. Yeah, and they have a lot of this costumes in it and all that same thing. So so what did you think of this film since it's the first time you've ever seen it? Like what was your first impression and how would you have responded back in the day when you saw it? Um, I loved this movie. A plus plus. It gets a stamp in the passport. I cannot wait to watch it again. Like I wanted to watch it again before we even did the podcast. I forgot to take notes because I just kept <laughs> watching it. <laughs> like I forgot what I was actually watching it for and just enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I very much love this movie. I also really like the road trip genre. You do? Um, oh, okay. I really like the road trip genre. I mean, one I of my it. favorite movies of all time is tommy boy <laughs> Gosh, that's i'm sad right. that you've seen tommy boy because that means we can't do it on the podcast i know yeah, i'll play dumb although i know every word <laughs> she don't but even need to dumb. watch it that week she just shows up wings producer it. rob has priscilla <laughs> yeah has tommy boy, boy. Love it. Did they turn Love Tommy it. Boy into a Broadway musical? I can't remember. <gasps> Can you imagine? I'll, do it. I'll take <laughs> that, that on. Amazing. We should do it. We should. I'll oh take that God. challenge on. All right. Heck yeah. That would be so fun. <laughs> Waterboy Holy the musical. Schnikes, the musical. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to have the animatronic deer that you'll have to have. Oh, the- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love a song, like a sad ballad from the point of the viewpoint of the deer. deer. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Okay, oh, we God. need to make right. this play. <laughs> right. Okay, go ahead, Josie. What'd you think? Um, so, loved it. Um, let's see. This movie came out when? Early 94. 90s? 93? 94. 94. Yeah. 
So I would have been in like fifth grade, sixth grade. I probably wouldn't have been allowed to, see, well, I wasn't allowed to see it even in high school. <laughs> <laughs> they would have been like, um, mm. I feel like if I had seen this movie in high school, I would have loved it because I would have been blown away. It would have been my very first introduction to drag queens. <laughs> Um, the only kind of drag queen I knew of was Mrs. Doubtfire, Robin Williams. Like, really? That no, was that's, about that's it. Not, no, that's not right. No. I know that, but I'm saying <laughs> yeah. that's, that's where my extent of knowledge of uh, men dressing in women's clothing, that's where it began and ended. So. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. Wait, I, think- I have a question. When was the first time you like were introduced to drag drag? When I lived in San Diego. Really? Oh, Crest. Yeah. Okay. Really? Not until then. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that I was knew right a, when I met you. Right I when you knew got here. Through Paul. Um, yeah. And so, like, I, and then I knew, um, you know, a few different actors have done it for comedic purposes. Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, Eddie Izzard has done it. I think I can't remember the other. Eddie Izzard really- is. Um, what? Awesome. Like, <laughs> no it's not for comedic purposes that's the way i it oh is he yeah. likes to dress yeah. he like, likes to dress as in well in i think dresses sometimes and wear makeup well, a yeah. lot of the time like um any just came out and changed their pronouns i'm not sure what they are but like that yeah, i didn't I know remember. that yeah i saw that too but now i can't remember what if, yeah if they are she okay she, yeah so she, she so she that is the life that she's living yeah oh, okay i did yeah. uh, that's a recent development that i did not know um yeah. I, I met her as a him in Hyde Park in London. Oh, he really? Just got, yeah, he had just got done playing a football match with some friends, and he was totally cool to me in the whole Jones clan. And then we were, like, talking about him, and we recognized him as the voice from Madagascar, and I'm pretty sure he was like, so what real. is this family, and why do they know me from a kid's cartoon? Out of wow. everything. Yeah, that's changed my life. That's that's so your your real introduction to drag would have been here in San Diego when you came here. Correct. Um, I didn't know that it was like I knew that people did it in the celebrity world. I didn't know that people did it in the everyday world and made money off of it. Like I didn't know that was a thing, and I still sometimes feel like I want to do that. Can I do that? <laughs> but it's I don't want to dress Dolly up like Parton, a man. Yeah. I just want to dress up like an over-exaggerated woman and lip sync. Yes, that's Dolly money. Parton. You want to be Dolly Parton. Parton. We all we want all want to be Dolly Parton. He's yes. actually singing. Bio so. queen. It would be a bio. I, I don't want to yeah, yes. my, my shirt, pro science, pro Dolly, baby. <laughs> I love it. Nice. Bray, when was when was your first introduction to drag? Like, do you remember? Oh, very young. Why am I not surprised? (laughs) (laughs) I was um, always into it. My dad took me when we went to Vegas when we were young. My dad took me to a drag show. Oh, really? Nice. He just knew I was into theater and stuff. He just thought I would love it. And I always loved Dolly Parton. And my dad always thought that drag was really like fun. And they were all funny and cool. And yeah, yeah. we were very young. (laughs) You're I found out but it much like, later in life. I found out as an adult <laughs> what drag was. I, you know, I just was like, this is performers. Like, I just saw them as performers, yeah. and that's what my dad saw them yeah. as as well. So it was like, this is a performance. And we went to Vegas. We would like go and see the drag shows. Um, oh yeah. 
It would, what I'll say like about this film is it kind of gives you a, a look at drag before RuPaul's Drag Race because yes. RuPaul's Drag Race changed even how us as audience members view drag now. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Where in this film, it was very film, interesting to see the older makeup techniques. Yeah, like yeah. And even in Tu Wong Fu, the makeup there until like probably the toward the end where John Lee Guzamo is. All done, done up, done up, all pretty. Um, that's the only time in that film that I was like, okay, that's kind of like RuPaul-ish in a way. But before that, even in that film, it, the it was a different type of drag than yep. what we see now because of RuPaul's Drag Race. I so think, good. yeah. I, agree. <laughs> I also think because of online makeup tutorials. Oh yeah, like, I feel like that has oh, made yeah. drag totally changed the ball game for drag. Yeah. Um, and like what we think of as drag now, you know, people have access to more, you know, oh, well, now I can learn that trick and stuff instead of just, yeah. you know, figuring it out for yourself. <laughs> nope, that is true. I've had this Trixie Mattel joke like stuck in my head all day. And I like <laughs> had to explain it to the guy I'm dating because I'm obsessed with it. What is it? It's so it's not really a joke. It's like talking about how, um, we like things that get stuck in your head all the time uh -huh. and Trixie was saying that um the thing that gets stuck in your head all the time is I wouldn't be surprised if we never saw Denise Richards again oh I watched that episode <laughs> watch that <laughs> it makes me loud yeah and she and she's like, like I'll, I'll just say doing, it whenever I'll just I'll be doing like, the dishes and say I wouldn't be surprised if we never saw Denise Richards again <laughs> what is that from is that a housewife's reference yeah Lisa Renna says Lisa it on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It, there's yeah. like this dramatic thing that's like, and then Denise stopped filming with the group. And then they go to right. Lisa Renna and she's like, I wouldn't be surprised if we never saw Denise Richards again. And Trixie's oh, saying no, it, I it remember just gets that stuck scene. in her head. I just need to hear <laughs> Trixie say it. Yes, and yeah. it, it'll be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Lena, so, I'm curious to know um, what Mama and Papa Jones yes. would think of this film. Oh, This so... wholesome beautiful masterpiece wonderful film i was actually thinking about that whenever you were saying describing this movie as how wholesome it is because i agree wholeheartedly it is wholesome but it would have never been seen that way by ma and pa jones yeah. because okay. it's about the lgbtq community i mean mm -hmm. that was just something that like i got into fights with my dad as a high schooler for wanting to watch will and grace like Really? It was what? just something that we removed from our household. It didn't exist. Um, I always feared and prayed and hoped that myself and none of my siblings would be gay because I knew that it would be a big thing in our family if it was yeah. and they would be shunned and... <clears throat> Yeah, no, they're homophobes. So this, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, there's no way nice. No way. No, uh, no there's nice, no way, nice to way to put it. Um, Will and Grace was also banned from my household, but only because my dad thought that the writing was hacky. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I, told, I talked about this on the podcast before. <laughs> I think you have, yeah. I love Will and Grace. I, because I also yeah. loved it and yeah. I would still watch it and I would get, you know, so what would your okay? Well, if you were home and let's say you were watching this as a kid, and your parents walked in on you watching it, what would have happened? How much trouble would you have gotten into? Ooh, I would have been grounded, and since I wasn't allowed to do anything, grounded for me meant I wasn't allowed to watch TV, listen to the radio, get on the computer, listen to music, like 
basic, which since I was a reader, it was kind of like, well, you can't take away my books. <laughs> you <laughs> grounded you for watching Will and Grace? Oh, no, for this, this movie. Film. If they had, this if film. If they had caught her watching what? this film. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, I would have yeah. too. I would have gotten in but trouble. What but is the rationale? Any, because they think it's going to make you gay? Oh, yeah. That's what my mom thought. What? Oh, for sure. Well, yeah. because it, it's promoting gay culture. And since they think it's something that's a choice and it's a sinful choice at that, that separates you from God, well, we just don't have any of those things in our household. So we don't have homosexuality is a thing that doesn't exist and you better not be it. Oh, Oh, okay, so if you just that stresses your ears, me out just hearing it. I don't like but it. Tony, yes. you said that <laughs> it, it, it was a very stressful way to grow up because also the whole time I was just terrified. Like, what if I am gay? <laughs> what happens if I grow up and I'm gay? <laughs> hey, that was my reality. That's terrible. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, and that's why I have so much empathy for people because I can say I did grow up in that situation. I just turned out to not be gay, but like that's how much pressure they put on me that I was even worried about it. Like, yeah. that's a little ridiculous. It is. I agree. What were you going to say, Bryn? Well, cause you said in Jehovah's witness, like they literally felt like a demon would possess you. If you watched movies like, this, Oh right? yeah. If you're watching um, any kind of horror movie or de- with demonic undertones or whatever, it was a gateway for Satan to take over and fuck up your life. So what's you're demonic about it. this movie? Um, nothing. It was just gay. They dress up like lizards at the end. No, it would have been because the LGBTQ plus, that was a huge no-no in the congregation and yeah. the religion. Oh, God forbid that. No way. They. It was, like, no. No. As a staunch no. Catholic, my parents were like, we do not care. <laughs> I think part of the Catholicism is like, whatever, we'll just go to confession tomorrow and say, sorry, God. Whatever, like, you and your progressive parents, Brad. Yeah. God, yeah, it's so easy. <laughs> like, we already have, like, I don't know, Catholicism has, like, its own demons and stuff. Yeah. But it's like, it's not a movie demon that's going to get you. It's a demon demon. Demon demon. You're going to die anyway. So you might as well watch good movies before that happens. Would you guys ever get in a... have a few Hail Marys. There you go. Would you guys <laughs> ever get in a bus and go through the outback of australia 100%. would you i have you have content i have if i had that bar i would i would <laughs> the bar inside the bus yes i like that they have adam underneath the bus <laughs> some little where the luggage i'm sure goes that's and where it's better also he has managed to put a little bit of a sunroof so he can get a tan. Because, you know, in Australia, there's just not enough sun not everywhere. Enough. <laughs> well, you can see them in the movie progressively getting more and more tan, like especially Guy Alicia. Pierce. Yeah. Um, because spending so much time with a shirt off in like the desert while filming and stuff, like you can see that by the end, much tanner than in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Or, like through different parts. Yeah. And I I really love the scene where um they ha- go and have the uh like camp out with the people that are living in the desert, Oh, you know? the indigenous and tribe. Indig- yeah, yeah cuz they yeah. accept them because they're like outsiders oh, yeah. who aren't accepted with other outsiders who aren't accepted and they accept each other. The guy that I was watching it with was like so they must have been like doing this routine all night cuz they had time to like get a costume for that guy and do his hair and makeup and teach him the routine. <laughs> See the- <laughs> I love like, that you're yes, thinking that's about the rehearsal right. process. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they would have had to stop, measure him, just the chest and hips. 
and get in my bed. I was like, I don't think you're supposed to be thinking about that. Yeah, no. But not we at saw all. Bernadette knows how to sew, so she just so she could have she could have just yep. whipped it up in the bus and said, "Hey, here you go." Yep. Seriously, and all those good-looking <laughs> martinis. I know. Just get well, yes. And there's yeah. so many like memorable lines in the film too. Like, oh my gosh, so many. So many. I, so I do have to have a question. Sure. And I kind of asked this via text. Yes. Is this where like the bye Felicia no. and all no. that kind of stuff? Is that no. where this came from? No. It this tech- existed prior to this movie. N- no. After. No. After. So this movie originated. Well, this it, right? is what I read. No, the phrase by Felicia came from Friday the movie. But after I read this on another some movie form, I haven't seen. Just Friday's hilarious. Um, I, I, one of the things I read was somebody may put this in one of the forums when I was researching the show or the movie um, that Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, because of the character Felicia, that I think in Australia and other places, the name Felicia always referred to that annoying friend or whatever. So yeah. they would refer to people like you're being Felicia. Fel- Felicia. So they were saying, well, it kind of started there by Felicia and then it just showed up in popular culture like in a film the next year because Friday came out in 95 or 95 or 96 and then they they said by Felicia yeah they totally got it by Felicia yeah that's from Friday and it isn't it's like no you said Friday Friday. Friday. no Friday yeah um if you watch the movie it's not like a big line it's sort of a throwaway line it's just like by Felicia yeah. Well, exactly. yeah, but they they always call her out, and so that was what made me think: like, is this what got yeah. Felicia in that way, kind of on the pop culture brain? No, te- I yeah. guess you would yeah. say technically Friday did that yeah. made but it popular. Yeah, there were a lot of lines in this movie that I was going, "That's what this is from." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's from this one. Yeah, but you know what time it's for? Dry martini. We miss you. Wait. Three measures of Gordon's, we one of vodka, half a measure of Kina Lily. Shake it over rice and then add a thin slice of lemon peel. It's drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! Grace, give me a stinger. Yes, it's time for Grace, give me a stinger. This is part of the show where we pair a cocktail and a little bit of nibblies that you want to eat when drink with this film. So, Bren, what would you pair it with? So I would pair it with, this one's hard because there's so many good I know. drinks. I would pair it with a Stoli Martini. Okay, okay. But they say Stoli in it. <laughs> yes. Stoli. A, a Stoli Martini. And what to eat? Are they? Do they ever eat? Just like, the, like a little salad. A salad, that's it? <laughs> a little dry salad. A little dry garden salad. I would pick um, white cake with pink frosting. Ooh. <laughs> because she thought... She fell asleep in her cake. Um, And then to drink something really fruity, like a daiquiri. Actually, a daiquiri, because that's what um, Hughes' character has at the end. So daiquiri and and cake would be mine. Yeah, producer Rob would like to have a lime daiquiri for Bernadette. For Bernadette. (laughs) What about you, Jonesy? What would you pair it with? Um, I was also going to say a martini. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, so one of us has to pick a martini, and both of you did, so that's good. Is they, don't they drink those yeah. at one point? Yeah. And then um, an Aussie sausage, because I noticed he was eating one of those oh, at one point. Oh, yeah. And, the and they have a very spe- specific taste, so it has oh, yeah, to be an Aussie yeah. sausage. Okay. 
such and he was just job. eating it like this yeah like it was a carrot and he was roger rabbit <laughs> that's how he was eating it. you've seen roger rabbit right yes i okay, have seen good. roger okay. <laughs> i meant bunny who's the other bunny you know who i mean harvey bugs bunny. oh no. bugs bunny Bugs you got bunnies. your bunnies. You got, I got your bunnies. bunnies confused. Up. Okay, should we revisit our, our name drop and I got see it. If, how did you get it? It was actually really easy. Are, are you <laughs> how? So, Matrix or Lord of the Rings? Yeah, which one? Neither one. Really? Really? Yeah, okay, okay, give us how who the oh, no, two I, actors. No, it is the Matrix. I did okay. go through the Matrix. 100%. Give us the two actors and then tell us okay. how you got their brain. So Hugo Weavings to Jeffrey Jones. So Hugo Weaving was in The Matrix with um, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves was in Point Break with Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze was in Dirty Dancing with Jennifer Grey. Jennifer Grey was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off with Jeffrey Jones. Wow. It was actually easy. Did it again. Yeah, now that I think about it, that's super easy. (laughs) Point Break is another one I want to see. Oh, the surfer movie? You've never seen Point Break? No, we have to do point break. We have to do point break. <laughs> it's Keanu Reeves, and then who's the blonde guy in it? Or Patrick the, Swayze. Patrick Swayze, duh. God, yeah. I'm like having a brain fart. That movie's like your typical bro movie, though. Oh my gosh. It's so very bro y. Yes. <laughs> you, you'd have to be ready for it, Jonesy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we wait till my Lori Petty. back yeah. and I can watch it with Lori him. Petty. <laughs> Lori, Lori Petty. Lori Petty was in Tank Girl, right? That's yes, Tank Girl. I love yeah. Lori Petty. Uh, whatever happened. I've her. seen she Tank was... Girl. That surprises me because I was like, <laughs> we were talking about this the other day, and I was like thinking to myself, Tank Girl, she, out of all the movies, she's seen Tank Girl, the most random one. <laughs> I was in a very like yay female mode in that moment. Oh, you um, were. But I have oh, not oh, seen it, G.I. Yeah, yeah. Jane. G.I. Jane's movie. okay. That's awful. I mean, it's aren't so most of me more movies not the best? <laughs> no. No. You know, I don't know why that makes me think of Mannequin, the movie. Oh, my God. I, I love, love Mannequin. You've seen that? Okay. Yes, Never that mind. we had on VHS. I was that totally allowed wild. to watch that one. Wow. And I do remember my parents being like, I don't like it when he's making out with the mannequin and then they walk in and, you know, like it goes to a mannequin. Like, I remember that scene being like one that where we're like. weird. We weren't, allo- we weren't allowed to watch it because my mom said um, that the mannequin comes alive and that happens because of magic and magic is the devil. And you're going to. Yeah. So it was yeah, off traps. the note. Yeah. 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 Honestly, I am a little surprised we were allowed to watch it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to give our grades for this film and give our last final thoughts on the film, our little review. Um, what did we give it last time, Jonesy? Last so week, both of you it? gave it A+. Plus. Yes. A plus. And Bryn, what are you? I'm going to take off my nostalgia goggles and judge it very seriously. Okay. Keeping an A plus. So amazing. This movie is so great. It is. You had me going for a second. I know. I thought I was like, wait. Why are you taking off the nostalgia glasses? Does this require that? that? It holds up and it's great. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I love this movie. And you'd recommend it for everybody, wouldn't you? Yes, I would. I would give it an A++ if I could. I love this movie. I forgot. I think the thing I love the most watching it this time is how much I forgot how good it is. Like, it's a really Mm -hmm. good film. And not just a good film. It just makes you feel nice and warm and fuzzy inside by the end of it. And plus, it reminds me of being gay in the 90s when I was growing up. So, (laughs) yeah, the music and just, I don't know. I love the family in it as well. This family, this mom, this kid. 
this dad and how well adjusted and she's just like okay you're gonna go hang out with your dad who you've always known about but haven't met yeah <laughs> mom's gonna have yeah, a little break was like a little like i don't know if i would just be like i'm done with flynn take her away <laughs> i need here. a break she well, didn't say take him away she just said take him away for a while <laughs> yeah and it's not just like about biological family the family yeah. that these f- three friends create amongst mm-hmm. themselves too um, is just really cool how they do it in this film. I really, really love it. The one so thing I, I just love how without... normal it is to that kid. Yeah. yeah. What, Brynn? The one thing I can do without is Guy Pierce's laugh. It's very jarring. <laughs> 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 that? Is that laugh? <laughs> it, like, sometimes it comes out of nowhere, and you're like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Lena, what would you grade this film watching it for the very first time ever? So I also give this an A++. <gasps> I Wait. Feel, this is... Is this, is this the first, the first film type? we've all given an A plus to? I'm pretty sure Rob checked the tapes. Is it? Is it? Is it? I think so. Yeah, I think, I think it so. Is. Um, yeah, I love this movie. This is one of my favorite ones I've ever we've ever done on the show. Really? Uh, that's, cool. that's what yeah. I. This yeah. is. That's what I was looking for, and I couldn't find it. <laughs> so dumb. So an A plus plus all the way around, and you would definitely put this a stamp in the film Springer passport. For sure. For because, sure. Yeah, especially, you know, ex-evangelicals that are, you know, trying to realize, like, this is normal. It doesn't need to be shunned or yeah. demonized. Like, this is just normal. Look how well-adjusted this kid is. Couldn't we all be this kid? I know. Did I say Jellicle? Wow. You said ex-Vangelico. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to pull that so anytime she says ex we should just play it. <laughs> I'm just going to have that song stuck in my head. Now, then. yeah. <laughs> well, oh, speaking gosh. of songs stuck in our head. Uh, speaking of, yeah, it's a good segue. <laughs> we're, let's talk about our next film or at least say yeah. what it's going to be. So next week, we're watching the 1984 Academy Award winner for best film Amadeus Amadeus so yeah haven't seen the movie do know that song though <laughs> so I'm sure you kind of know what the plot's about <laughs> yeah give us a, give us a, a synopsis <laughs> though yeah it's go Jonesy based off the Mozart yes and his life and how right. he became Mozart um He's born. That's all I got. Yeah. Close enough. Came to be the (laughs) symphony legend that we know him as today. Yes. I remember Uh, this movie being very horny. So I will be disappointed if it is not as horny as I remember. (laughs) Okay, Brynn. Was Mozart a freak in the sheets? Oh, wait till you watch the film. Wait till you watch the film. And Brynn, what would you grade this film? I'm going to give it a B. Okay. Because I remember it being like a little campy. Yeah, it did. It did get nominated for an Oscar, right? It won the Oscar. Won the Oscar for best picture. I'm gonna give it a B from my childhood perspective of like maybe it was too adult for me at the time, but I remember it being the horny level I like. And it's based (laughs) off the the Broadway play. Too adult, horny, love it. This was a play. Yeah, is the play first? Yeah, the 1979 stage stage play Amadeus. They turned into movie. So interesting. I'm gonna give it a a B. Okay. Yeah. This isn't one of my favorite period pieces. Milo, I love a mer- uh, Ivory Merchant film. I love Kimmy Smyron Merchant. We got to do. Yeah, we got to do Room with a View. I don't do. even know what that is. Oh, 
You'll learn. You'll learn. I'm going to teach you, darling. (laughs) But that's it for us. That is Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, or the adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Um, You can follow the podcast at Filmspringa on Instagram, Facebook, and you can email us at filmspringapodcast at Gmail. Give us any recommendations or just send us an email. We want to hear from you. Um, remember to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and all of that good stuff. <laughs> and yeah, that is it for us. <laughs> so yes, yeah, we'll see everybody next